Hello loves, this is Danielle, and this is the first time I've ever done this where I'm sharing on my podcast platform an interview that I did on somebody else's podcast. And in this case, this is an episode from the Lou George show. I was so moved and inspired by the depth of this conversation, how real we get about anxiety and basically the stress of getting back in touch with our divine nature. Lou is a life coach. She is a great presenter. She knows a lot about mindset. And here we go. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so grateful for this conversation. And this is a great example of, I think, two women coming together and the power of honesty and how it helps us open our hearts get the love flowing, and flourish in our wisdom. Here's to that. My friends, welcome to this episode of Lou George and myself. With love, Danielle. Welcome to the Lou George Show, honest conversations about life, love, and leadership. I'm your host, Lou George, and on this show, you can expect incredible conversations with extraordinary people, as well as solo episodes with me to support you in more soul aligned success and a life that feels as good as it looks. Before we dive in, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you never miss a future episode and enjoy the show. Welcome to Heart Centered with Danielle Laporte on the Lou George Show. For those of you listening who work in coaching, spirituality, self-development, healing, this woman probably needs no introduction. If she does, heart-centered is it. This is a paragraph from Danielle's website. I'm interested in the true reality of love. The love that clarifies, includes and redeems. The love that, as A Course in Miracles puts it, wants to join out of mutual abundance. The love that rushes into scarcity and division with generosity. I aspire to love more than I am loved. It only recently occurred to me to give that a shot. It's difficult and amazing. You may be familiar with Danielle as an author and her books such as The Desire Map, Firestarter Sessions and White Hot Truth. I've been a fan of Danielle's work for many years and a facilitator of her Desire Map process since 2015. So I had high expectations for this conversation and it didn't disappoint. After getting my fangirling out of the way, we settled into the most delicious conversation. This is an honest conversation between two women who have done the work, been brought to our knees, flown high, made shit happen, surrendered and repeated. In this conversation, we talk about anxiety, the new earth, hope, holy anger, the mother calling, our experiences with panic attacks, love, compassion, forgiveness and navigating this chaotic world. After this conversation, I felt a deep sense of peace, and I hope that that's what it brings you as well. Please let us know how it resonates, what you think, and leave us a comment and share this out with anyone else who might need to hear this conversation as well. Heart Centered with Danielle Laporte. And I am very excited. I say that all the time on the podcast. I'm so excited to introduce today's guest, but today I've been giddy excited. It's about, what time are we on? coming up for 7pm in the UK or 7.30pm in the UK and all day I've been like a a girl excited for Christmas because Danielle Laporte is on the show today and I want to first of all get the fangirling out the way and express my gratitude to you Danielle because I don't know if you're aware of this, possibly not, 
but you really were crucial in my coaching career and kickstarting it. I think I was one of the first design map facilitators, certainly here in the UK. And it has been a really important foundation for the work that I do. And I've carried it with me through all of my programs, through all of the work that I do. And I know that you've got a membership called Heart Centered now. And that is really how I think of you and what you've given me or your work has certainly given me. And everything I do comes from desire and heart and getting out of my head and, and asking, what is it that I truly desire? What are my core desires in this moment or in this program or this creation or this year? So thank you. And it's an honor to have a conversation with you today. That's a beautiful path. That's great. Thank you. Yeah. I want to start at the end. I usually leave the conversations with, if there was only one thing that you could say to the world right now, what would it be? So kind of... Lewis has a version of this, doesn't he? Like, if there are three truths, you, all of your work's gone, and there are there's only one thing that you could say to the world. What would that be right now? The heart is the portal. Mm. Mm. The heart is mm, it's the way to everything you want. You might not even be aware that you want it. I think a lot of us are distracted by things that may not be aligned with like our higher purpose. But once you start, you know, you, you just said this in your own words, like getting out of your head and into your heart. Mm. It's really, that's the simplest and purest way to put it. The head is so useful. Logic is so useful, but it has to be in service to the heart. Mm. And if it isn't, if our intelligence isn't in service to love, then, oh, it's just the worst kind of disconnection. And we're like, we're disconnected from, from our own truth. We're disconnected from like the universal mind of wisdom. That's always there. Always wants to guide us. If we just like take a moment to tap in, we're disconnected from each other. We're disconnected from the environment. And we all know how that's working out. And the heart works in, you know, like it's so easy to say this and this sort of that lofty esoteric, Way. It's like the heart is the way, mm. but it's actually really practical. There's mm. like, there's tools for this. You just focus your energy. You put your mind in your heart. The mm. heart chakra is it. It's an entry point. It's an energy center. And you bring your fears into your heart and your visions into your heart and your prayers and your conflict and your shame and your kindness and it's that energy in the heart space that transforms everything into what it's meant to be, which is, it all gets back to love. Yeah. Mm, thank you for that. The heart is the portal. So beautiful. I was very excited a few years ago because I, I started with this esoteric work and coming at my coaching practice from very much from a heart centered place and spirituality. And then I went on to get my proper coaching qualifications in NLP and multi-brain integration, which is like NLP, but for the entire body. And I was so excited because it, for me, it's where science has caught up with what we've inherently known forever. And yeah. that is that the heart is an independent brain. Yes. It's, its own neural pathways, and it is very much responsible for desires, for what it is we really want. And so mm -hmm. the insight for me and that aha is like, Oh, now it all makes sense. 
you know why we why we feel that way why the work that you do i was like i'm oh, just joining the dots and yay science has finally caught up and so i'd love to hear how you came to this i know that you've been in self-development and spirituality and been through pretty much everything under the sun in terms of highest expression but is there was there a specific moment that you got this and did you lead before from your head were you someone who ever kind of led from logic and making things happen i think well like the short answer is yes i led from my head but i would say more specifically I think I led a lot more from ego, okay. not all the time, but um, ego being like my wounded self, the stuff I hadn't looked at before, the stuff I was afraid of that I didn't even know was like running me unconsciously. And so that made me more pushy, mm -hmm. made me more um, just sort of like an unchecked kind of assertiveness and it's not that way anymore <laughs> and like was there an aha moment um and that's just like a gradual grind of being brought to my knees by life yeah that's it um uh, yeah i think you know like your soul is going to get your attention to get you out of your head to get you out of well let, let's just separate so for the purpose like for this track it's not about being too much in my um intellect it's just like um just coming from that unhealed place of fear and so i think life will create circumstances like anybody who's listening to this has probably had that moment it's like it's a diagnosis it's a breakup it's a law it's like a feeling of blindsided it's anxiety that it's a panic attack it's all those things mm. and all of those they're just to get your attention it's not a punishment it's not um it's not incurable it's like that which is greater than yourself your soul or creation itself is just saying, hey, does this, do you get it now? Let's just have you look over here and you peel back the pain or the anxiety or why you got fired or why you got dumped or whatever. whatever. And you go, wow, <laughs> I need to be more compassionate with myself and everybody. I need to be more honest with myself and everybody. I have been so unkind to myself and therefore not so kind, not as kind as I could be to other people. That's how, that's how. So I had enough of those moments of like, of loss or anxiousness, um, where just like, I gotta go deeper into the heart. And it all gets, all gets back to compassion. All gets back to compassion, you know? You know, I'm probably talking to similar women that you are coaching and so many of them if they're not burned out already, you can see they're on the track. Mm. And I can see there, it's it's almost, there's some predictability there. And these are women who come back and go, I've never been an anxious person. And now I'm having panic attacks. You go, this is such good news. 
this is so confusing and difficult. It's not going to last, but this is your heart saying, like, let's just go for meaningfulness. Let's go for gentleness. And this is so confusing to baller women who are getting shit done. They're just like gentle, receptive. What? Yeah. But this is the way. This is the way. Yeah. Thank you for saying that because yeah, that they're exactly the type of women that I'm coaching and, and I am one of them, right? We, we work with women like us, right? We're great at making things happen. And that isn't always the way, sometimes the way. I, um, a couple of years ago, experienced a real dark night of the soul. And I thought, you know, you, you think you get to a point where you're over that. And I was brought to my knees a couple of years ago, not for the first time, and started experiencing very severe panic attacks and what was diagnosed as panic disorder through a couple of years of unhealed trauma leading up to that. And sometimes you just carry on, right? You're like, I'm good. I'm good. I, you know, I didn't actually realize that the trauma had affected me so much. It wasn't my, it wasn't personally my trauma, but it was people around me and I'd kind of taken on their pain. And the panic attacks started with severe chest pains excruciating you know I thought I was having a heart attack or a stroke um and, and then manifesting the panic attacks as a result of that and so it is like you say so important that we take the time and slow down and ask am I okay do I need some compassion and love here you know I say also my personal experience and for many of the women that I'm coaching and working with we're so good at taking care of others or taking on other people's pain and, and especially in the coaching industry and self-development we're around a lot of this pain. So if we're not protecting our own energy, we can take it on, you know, we're not just in our energetic fields without really slowing down and taking a look at that and asking, am I, am I okay? Am I protecting myself? I think, um, well, I'm sorry that happened to you. And isn't it also just like, it's such a, it's a doorway, right? I think more women, need to talk about it. And it's one thing I learned for myself. It's like a few years ago, I went through something very similar. I'd say it's about three and a half years ago now. And I said to my psychotherapist, like I explained what was happening. And she said, Danielle, you're having, a, you're having panic attacks. And I was like, what? Mm. I was shocked. And I said, like, because I had no relationship to anxiety before. I would never, people would tell me about suicidal ideation and panic attacks and anxiety and i i would feel compassionate but i couldn't relate yeah and she said this was like oh such a diamond she said you've actually probably had low-grade anxiety your whole life mm. you just work with it you just what i do is i just get shit done mm. and eventually it catches up with you and um and again i just want to be really clear like if that's what you're going to go through it's not a punishment mm. it's not some greater being like dispensing your karma for you although i think your soul is dispensing your karma for you but, <laughs> um, but anyway what where i was getting to with this was the more i was open about it the more i found women were just like me too me too that and that's my experience that's my, and I'm just like you and you and you mm. and these are women who are like you know, on television every day and running big companies or moms of like multiple children. And it's good to talk about it because we heal each other with hope and we all have some kind of tool that helped us. You don't just get through it. So I really want to make this clear. Yeah. You don't just get through it. You actually turn that power 
or that that pain into power you turn that suffering into radiance mm. it's a brilliant thing yeah mm. i really that was my experience as well so thank you for sharing yours because we do that's that was my biggest takeaway is that we need to have these conversations more us baller women who are making shit happen and it's okay it is an express talking to one of my clients earlier about um imposter syndrome and actually the woman who coined that phrase says she wishes she called it imposter experience because actually we all experience it as human beings to some level or degree we're all going how did i do that you know and i believe that anxiety and panic are the same you know at some point it's going to touch our lives to some degree and talking about it the same experience for me every woman I spoke to pretty much was like oh me too thank goodness I'm not, I'm not alone because we can feel so alone in that and especially when we're in it I don't know about you but I, I really struggle to ask for help when I'm in, in the depths of my pain same as kind of getting shit done I like to kind of take care of myself and use all of my tools and I threw all of my tools at it and actually what I was doing in that was resisting and the one thing that really I would say saved my life in that experience was um was surrender and, and I think that word is thrown around a lot without the true meaning of it but I mean I had to surrender like never before and there's actually um, a technique called flooding I don't know if you've come across it where when you feel a panic attack coming on you surrender to it and you invite it in and you allow the adrenaline to flood your body and I'd been experiencing the most painful panic attacks for months and months and months and when I came across this idea of flooding and to me, the connection to surrender, I did it five to 10 minutes. And I, and I said, come on, let's go. You're welcome. What, what do you need to do? Where do you need to go? Move through me. And it went within 10 minutes and pretty much never came back. I, I kind of felt the sense of it, but it was welcome again. This is so brilliant and powerful because I mean, what you're, I have heard of flooding and really it's actually a very Buddhist approach to things. It's just like, accept it. Yeah. And I really relate to that as to the resistance as well, like throwing everything at it. Like I, I, I've even done that with physical, like I'll take every supplement, I'll do every meditation. I'll walk, I'll walk for 13 kilometers instead of five, you know, just like everything. And it's, and it's actually noisy, all that self-help. Yeah. And this is a thing about a heart-centered life or just approach to healing is now my way is is that i mean it doesn't mean i don't experience pain or i don't resist but it's just like come in yeah and there's something you know there's a very popular phrase right now in our in the personal development space of like reparenting yourself and it's cool it has its purpose there's something though about I want to almost like take that to the next level. It's like, you're going to become your own divine mother. Mm. And so when those things arise, physical discomfort, anxiety, heartbreak, fear, you just, I see it just coming into my heart center and, and it's spacious. It's vast in there. It's really like the solar system in there. And like, I've got room for you. And my experience is that sometimes the, say, you know, the self-criticism I bring in, sometimes it just gets even chattier and louder. That's okay. I'm big. I got you. I got you. And then sometimes it just, whatever it is, it just dissolves or it transforms into something else. Mm -hmm. But I, I really believe things only change in the heart because only love 
well, not only love is real, but love is the most powerful reality. It is the, it is the, it's the cardinal reality. <laughs> um, I mean, I think fear, you know, there's many teachers that say only love is real, fear doesn't exist. Well, creation created everything. So you can look at your fear and, and honor that, mm -hmm. uh, but just bring it into your heart. And that's flooding. Let's just be with it. Hey, can I just press pause here with you and read you something? It goes like this. This was my first month with the heart-centered membership, and I'm not going to lie. I was super skeptical that it would be such a huge waste of money, LOL, but it turns out that this is it. This is totally it. This is everything I ever wanted. Uh, and she goes on. This month, I chose love over and over again. It made everything better. It made me realize everything is a choice. I feel supported in my own insanity. I learned I don't have to be so hard all the time, so angry, so righteous. I can choose love instead for everything and always. This month in Heart Centered has been so transformational. There are no words for how excited I am to continue with this down the road. Hello, how's that for a testimonial? And there's lots of similar vibration testimonials that we are collecting from the members in Heart Centered. Every month I give you two live meditation classes on the new moon and the full moon. Every other week we do a live Q&A session and we go deep. They are lively. They are heartfelt. There's a guided meditation to focus on every month. I write these incredible essay perspective pieces that I collaborate on with an energy worker. There's a deep journaling practice. There's always a mantra and there's a playlist and sometimes it's funky and sometimes it's sweet. And then we do two write and burn rituals. Now here's the thing. You choose from this menu of practices what you want to do. Just pick the practices that resonate with you. You want to do the prayer? Just do the prayer. You want to do the journaling and partake in a heart-to-heart -heart live session? Just do that. It's all based on resonance. Join us. It's deep. It's rich. It's solace. It's refuge. It's high vibe. DanielleLaporte.com slash heart-centered. Nice. Yeah. 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 Great story. That's a great story of yours. Yeah. Thank you. Again, I, I talk about this a lot because I think it is, these, we heal through stories and connection, right? And hearing other people's experiences so that we don't feel so alone. And I think I feel like now more than ever with the collective breakdown before the breakthrough dark night, the soul that we're all experiencing right now, this, this, this heals, like we're all being forced to our knees in a way ind individually and collectively. And, and we've got to look at what's not working, what, what, you know, what's the anxiety? How have we got to this point? You shared um, a quote on your Instagram earlier that stood out and it's very much connected to this actually, that pain does not come to make us suffer. Pain comes as an awakening. And with the conversation that you and I are having, that, that's why it stood out to me. Because I think, again, individually and collectively, there's something in that, especially right now. Do you have anything you want to say about what's happened in the last year and where we've got to and how people might be able to navigate it individually? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I love that question because timely, relevant, yeah. <laughs> I think the Divine Mother, however you want to look at it, I think creation, my reference is like the mother, I just, get this image of like, she's just shaking the carpet and 
you know, you could put this in almost like a brimstone and fire way and say, like, it is time to get right with God, however mm. you define God. And I could put that in a more genteel, compassionate way, which is like, get aligned with your heart because whatever is not of love is, is being taken down. Systems, are, these systems have to fall. This, this deconstructing, and I use that word intentionally, like doesn't have to be all destruction. Mm. Not everybody has to go down with this, but it's like this deconstructing is helping us see how greed has gotten us, not just gotten us nowhere, but it's just like we've pillaged the planet and we've pillaged ourselves. And how you treat yourself is how you treat the earth and how you treat the earth is actually how you're treating yourself. I think this is a huge call to let go. I mean, my, my, and, I, and let me just press pause in this and say like, it doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what you read in the news. Please just stop reading the news. Um, what matters is your own experience over this last year. And my experience was as soon as it became clear what was going on, yeah. I just felt I had to get okay with death. I just like went to the end. And to get okay with death was to be more okay with light. Like, what was I going to let go of? And then it occurred to me, like, this is a call to forgive, mm -hmm. forgive myself. And almost without being overly intentional about it, like over the last year, I've just been, I've been asking some people in my life for forgiveness and letting go of grievances. It's like, things are falling apart. We're this is a threshold that humanity has never been at before. You're you're off the hook. You're good. I don't care what you said to me three years ago. I don't. You don't even owe me the money. You're good. Let's just. I just want peace. And um, I have let go of like probably half of my possessions. I've let go of some relationships. I just like it's okay if you don't want to hang with me, it's all right. Like go do your thing. Um, and I let go a lot of self judgment and I've let go of a lot of judgment uh, towards other people. Mm -hmm. And I just, you know, I would say I have, and here's the beauty of it. There's so many tangible things that have come of that for me. One is I've been surprised by so many people in the last year and a half. Mm -hmm people who I judged as shallow and they are deep and wise mm. and people who I judged as, um, you know, closed minded and they are forgiving and creative. Mm. I just, I've got nothing dark to say about, well, I do have lots of dark things to say actually. Um, but <laughs> I was going to call you on that. <laughs> yeah. I just keep, my heart is so much more open and I'm also learning to walk that line of like a kind of holy anger. Like, you know, I've been very public about my thoughts about Amazon and why I no longer even, I, you know, I wish my publishers didn't sell my books on Amazon. And I'm just like, wherever I think greed needs to be called out, I call it out. Um, I let go. So this is, this is what I think the question of this, of the decade is, what do you need to let go of so that you can um, live in the new earth? Because mm -hmm. you cannot take greed with you. What is the new earth? 
I think the new earth is, um, oh, I think it's a heart-centered world. I think it's a world where education is based on the individual, not on the system. I think it's where people partner from like this greater intention to like, we're aware, we're coming together to heal ourselves and be useful in the community. This is not just about what I can get from you and looking good and getting laid. I can be all of those things rolled into like really conscious commitment. I think this is a world, the, the new earth is where like we actually value the earth itself. We value the resources. Everybody feels connected to nature. Like never have I heard so many people who, who previously didn't feel connected to the earth feel like, oh my God, I've got to go walk by the sea right now. I've got to go sit under a tree. I need fresh air. Like the mother is calling us home and it's showing up with people who haven't even identified as having a spiritual practice, who would never even think of having a coach. And they're just like, oh my God, I just want to go talk to trees. I need to swim. Yeah, because her, our bodies are made of her body. Mm. We're, we're craving alignment. And that is how you get, you get good again, basically. Yeah. Thank you so much for this conversation. I knew it would bring hope. And mm -hmm. each conversation that we have about truth, right? This, this podcast, this platform is all about honest conversations about life, love, and leadership. It's messy, mm -hmm. it's, it's love, it's fear, it's all the things. And, and so thank you so much. I keep coming back to the, the gorgeous Hawaiian prayer, hope and open O, like heal, heal ourselves. And anything's possible, you know, if we, we look within and we connect to nature and the heart and nature all day long. And it's con that constant reminder because none of us are there. You know, we all get caught in egoic traps, but that's certainly my practice as well. Like every day, okay, start with heart, connect with nature and then take it from there. And I think also one day at a time, right? It's, it's chaotic out there. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of information coming at us. And so coming back to how you started this conversation with compassion, you're beautiful. This was a great conversation. Thank you. And I think um, hope is really important. Like I can't overstate it. it. It helps. It sets our nervous systems at ease. It helps us create the next best thing and not meaning, you know, the second best thing, but like something more ideal. And it's a muscle. You have to actively look for it. You have to actively generate hope. Like you've got to stay awake. So like you've got to look for signs like there's change happening over here and transformation happened there. And I got over this before and I've done this, this, and this, and she did it. And if she did it, I can do it. And children and nature and life keeps living and just move into hope. And this, I think at this point in time is what it means to be like, a spiritual warrior when things are chaos hope brings order internal order like i see this i'm aware check 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 i got it i see it i'm aware of it i'm not putting my head in the sand and i'm going to actively choose hope i'm going to believe in people i'm going to believe in life mm. yeah that's the call yeah mm -hmm. thank you there's so much more thank you. Matthew. we're going to have to have another conversation at some point <laughs> i just want to talk to you all day um I'm, I'm taking away so many things. I've written down holy anger 
That is such a beautiful nugget. I've been working with Fierce Grace and Carrie-Anne Moss, who I believe is a friend of yours, has, ha, has done a lot of work around this. And that is certainly the call that I've had. Like I've been able to really actually channel a lot of anger that I've had about the situation, about the, you know, when I felt helpless this past year or dipping into anxiety again, I've really been able to channel and, and fierce grace has been such a guide for me and, and holy anger I feel is, is, is two sides of the same coin, I guess. And it is that divine mother, it's that, okay. Um, I did a live, a bit of a controversial live earlier today no, yesterday. And I was like, this is a cry to all mothers. Like, do you feel that? Like that, that you, you were talking about Mother Earth calling us. And I really feel her in me, in my womb space. Like, let's go together. Right. Does that resonate? Mm-hmm. I might yeah. be. <laughs> oh, I- I'm talking. Yeah. <laughs> this is I'm, I'm hearing so many more conversations about the womb. I think like this is an, and you know, I'm always paying attention to like, what's the trendy language right now, but womb is up Mm. and it, I mean, nothing's accidental of course, but it makes sense. Like we are going to the root yeah, and this is the root of the body. You know, it's like root chakra, root creation. Mm. And it's time to like clean it up and get some love in there and grow something new yeah nice are you creating anything fighting right now you birthing anything oh yeah (laughs) always a lot well desire map you should know this actually the whole desire map program facilitation program is transitioning to become heart-centered so that curriculum has gotten an overhaul so the com the the question used to be how do you want to feel the question now is what it what do you want to embody so we've got all of these practices to support that. And um, I have to write a book this summer. I get to write a book this <laughs> summer. I am writing a book this summer. <laughs> uh, uh, me too. I- I'm going to write a great book this summer. Yeah, I need to get on that. And, um, and I'm starting, I'm going to launch these classes called Attunements. And I actually feel shy about it. I was just doing a little promo for it this morning. I just like, I've never called anything a class. I've never called myself a teacher. Um, it's kind of bizarre, but yeah, I'm going to do these. I just want to like throw down 90 minutes. It's probably mostly women who will show up and some really enlightened dudes and just talk about love and dating and forgiveness, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Thank you so much. It's an absolute honor to meet you virtually. I'm giving you a big hug, hopefully in real life one day. Um, You've taught me a lot. You've taught me a lot. You've shared a lot of wisdom. um, And on behalf of me and so many millions of incredible people around the world, thank you. Please keep creating as long as you're inspired to. It's, um, It's really impacting a lot of people. And I know this conversation went well, so thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us for the Lou George Show. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, please hit the subscribe button so you never miss a future episode. And we'd be really grateful if you'd leave us a review on iTunes or wherever else you're listening to the show. Come back next week where we'll be sharing more conversations on life, love and leadership, plus solo episodes to support you in creating more soul aligned success and a life that feels as good as it looks.